0: Today is Friday, April 7th. The title for our devotional is The Alternative. Yesterday, we looked at how we like to order up a little self-righteousness a la carte with our saved-by-grace Christianity. It doesn't work that way, and Paul makes that clear time and time again throughout the epistles. After describing his perspective of considering everything as garbage because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ and his desire to know Him through His resurrection and suffering, he writes, Not that I have already obtained this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us, then, who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters. Just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. For as I have often told you before and now tell you again with with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there. The Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Paul says this is to be the perspective of mature Christians in verse 15. As we mature in Christ, we are to reflect more and more on the grace of God. Our desire should be transforming so that We can say, like Paul, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost everything. I consider them garbage that I might gain Christ. Jesus, salvation by grace through faith in him, is better than anything else that we could earn. It's so much better than our self-righteousness. Then, out of that comes a desire to participate in the aspect of the kingdom that he has called us to work in. For Paul, this is to be an apostle to the Gentiles, and he says that he wants to experience the the, the, the suffering of Christ even, and so attained the resurrection of the dead. In verse 16, he says, Only let us live up to what we have already attained. And prior to that, he says, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. This gets back to what we talked about briefly last week. We have received this new resurrection life in Christ Jesus, but we're constantly being formed more into it. So as we surrender more and more to Jesus and the work of the Holy Spirit, we are being transformed more into the new life that we have already been given. In verses 17 to 21, Paul describes the life that is not lived in wholesale surrender to the way of Jesus. This is a life in which one tries to follow Jesus a la carte. These comments are likely not directed at the pagans who worshipped the gods of the Greeks or the Romans, is more likely directed at those he mentioned in verses 2 through 3. Those evildoers who mutilate the flesh, they put their hope not in the gospel of Jesus, but circumcision and following the law of Moses. First, we must note that his reaction isn't disdain or resentment towards those who don't follow Jesus wholeheartedly. And these folks have made quite a mess of things in a lot of the churches he's planted. He speaks of them with tears, he said. Their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, their selfish desires, that is, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things. In our context today, the closest comparison would be the religious folks who put their hope in their own self-righteousness instead of trusting in the grace of God through Christ for their salvation. This is to trust in the flesh and to focus on earthly things rather than the grace of God. Perhaps you have been this person, or perhaps you have had the unpleasant experience of knowing this person in the church. One who views their righteousness as somehow contributing their, to their salvation is generally, in my experience, a very prideful person. One who will struggle to be humble because to accept the grace of God in saving you, which is the most important thing in your life, requires surrender. For you to recognize that you are not in control of this. You can't control it. They often hold themselves to an impossible standard, yet blindly think that they are better than everyone else because they appear more pious and moral and religious. Religion unfortunately attracts these folks, and they sadly miss the gospel of grace, continuing to carry their own heavy burden, all the while placing that heavy burden on others as well. Our citizenship, however, as Paul says, is to be in heaven. Jesus will transform our bodies. You know, it has finished the work of transformation and newness of life that we have already experienced in part, but not yet in full. So let's live up to what we have already attained this new life in Christ. Keep striving for what he has called us to, that we might participate with him in his redemptive work in all of creation. Let us not make a God out of our baser instincts and passions. Let us not glory in the filthy rags of our self-righteousness apart from Christ. That road leads to destruction. It may appear pious and righteous, but internally, like the older brother in the parable of the prodigal son, it is just as toxic, if not more, to living a life wholly surrendered to the way of Jesus. Reflection time today, I'd invite you to reread and simply reflect on the verses 20 and 21 and declare them to be true in your own life. Paul writes, but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Put your hope in Christ, in his return, that when he returns by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, that includes us as well, he will transform us so that we will be like him.